also, I've been thinking about ideas for new episodes, and I've been having no luck. So I'm resting on my laurels in this one, where I'll just quickly review my favorite movie ever. So that's what this episode is. Me making an arbitrary review on a total 80s classic. This movie has not only shaped my childhood, but many childhoods around the world. And that movie is... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wow, Zach, how original. <laughs> Nevertheless, this is my show, so let's get started. I'm Zach, this is The Idiophiles, and here's what I think about my favorite movie ever, and what I think about some of your favorite movies too. So before we begin, I just want to go over my updated upload schedule. I'm going to be really honest, I've been killing myself with my old upload schedule three times a week, so I'm scaling back to two episodes a week on Mondays and Thursdays. This will hopefully not only, you know, avoid saturation of my content, but also to um, improve the upload, you know, quality of my episodes. So hopefully you guys enjoy the new upload schedule. With all that taken care of, let's get into the review. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a movie classic with some of the best visual storytelling in 80s cinema. From the moment Matthew Broderick enters the shot, we know that we're in for a treat as John Hughes places him at the center of the screen as he delivers some of the most iconic lines in movie history. This can be seen in every one of his monologues in the movie, and every time he breaks the fourth wall. And going on talking about the titular hero, no one, and I mean no one, could play this character other than Matthew Broderick. He exudes cool and makes everyone want to be as carefree and precise as him. He is flexible as his plans shift to adapt to threats to his day off. He is the ultimate movie hero in my opinion. The movie also chooses to oppose this character with a complete foil in Cameron, who is the utter opposite to Ferris's school. He is uptight and nervous, and chooses to stay home from school purely out of spite of his parents. The writers of this movie are geniuses, as they choose to make these characters allies as opposed to foes, which really shakes up the story in a fun and unique way. And finally, to round off this bunch is the is Sloane, who's supportive and acts as the glue that keeps this band of friends together. Admittedly, Sloane isn't the most well-rounded character, but with Ferris and Cameron, there's no harm done. The on-screen chemistry with this, between the cast is infectious and makes every scene when they're not the focus seem pale in comparison. But ultimately, every good hero needs a villain, and that's where we get Jer Jeffrey Jones' character, Ed Rooney who serves as the guy who wants to hold back Ferris another year for his absences, which by all accounts, everyone can agree they can relate to. Also, little known fact, Jeffrey Jones is a real-life pedophile. So I just ruined your day. And to that I say, you're welcome. Side note, Charlie Sheen's cameo is just hilarious, and Jennifer Grey is as awkward as ever. So all in all, the cast is just utterly fantastic. With all that said, this movie just rocks. Unlike other 80s movies, this movie chooses to stay, steer clear of generally unacceptable material by today's standards. For instance, Revenge of the Nerds is aged horribly due to the weird date-break plot in the carnival scene, or Sixteen Candles again with the date-rape plot line at the party. Movies should really stay away from date-rape. And finally, again, 16 Candles for the whole underwear thing where Anthony Michael Hall is charged admission for people to see Molly Ringwald's underwear. Need I say more? It's, it's gross. 
In stark contrast, Ferris Bueller's Day Off has probably aged the best, as its timeless jokes are still funny 30 years after its release. Not only that, but this movie is now a fixture in the cultural mainstream, inspiring other people to reference or mimic this movie, like the end credit scene in Deadpool. It probably is John Hughes' best movie, surpassing National Lampoon's Vacation, surpassing Sixteen Candles, and The Breakfast Club, which is surprising, because all those movies had Anthony Michael Hall in it. Does that mean that Anthony Michael Hall is a bad actor? That is a no. Anthony Michael Hall is a national treasure. Cannot say otherwise. Anyway, with all that said, let's go over uh, some other people's favorite movies and why. what I think about them. So, in this week's Survey Sunday, I asked you guys to comment your favorite films. And so I'll briefly come up, cover some of your responses. So let's get started with that. Um, first off, some one person asked uh, to cover Shutter Island. Um, personally, I feel that this movie has a phenomenal twist that really shakes up the normal, it was all a dream cliche in Hollywood. Um, it has a great cast in Mar- uh, Mark Ruffalo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ben Kingsley. The, 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 they're just great. It reminds me of A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, um, that one movie, but with like a really sad ending. Um, but yeah, all around it's a really good movie. Uh, another movie was Holes, uh, that was mentioned. Holes is actually my favorite book, so naturally I like the movie. And this movie stars Shia LaBeouf before he cracked, so there's a certain tenderness to performance as opposed to his work in the Transformers series. Also John Voight is a really funny Mr. Sir. And Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver. We all love her for that. Um, finally, someone mentioned Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is straight up an acid fest. I'm not actually the biggest fan of this movie, mainly because Johnny Depp is kind of a wild card. Sometimes he'll be utterly electric in a performance, like the Pirates of the Caribbean, and other times you'll get Crimes of Grindelwald. But all around, it's a pretty decent movie. I mean, nothing more to say on that. Um, yeah, so those were some movies that some people asked me to cover. Here we go. So that's been a quick review of my favorite movie ever, and my thoughts on some of your favorite movies ever. Be sure to participate in the next week's Survey Sunday, as I'll try, I need help making new episodes. Be sure to check out the Idiot Files Instagram, as we'll, I'll be posting updates on the latest episodes there. Be sure to keep up with the latest episodes. I'll be trying to post every Monday and Thursday with a new updated schedule. With all that said, I'm Zach, and this has been The Idiot Files. Peace.